You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it, baby. Yee-haw! All together now. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Inside, it's so delightful. We're all a bunch of sucks, so like, get rid of... We're Canadians. Come on now, it's snow. Yeah, 15 centimeters. How much is that, actually, in the old way? How it many is, inches is that? It's about... Uh, Mark, you know this. It's about five five inches? About five inches. Yeah, five. Yeah. you got to get close to the microphone. Which really isn't all that much. That's... We'll leave that line there. That is very true. And as long as you have good winter tires on I, your car... Yes. Then... You know, you're you're okay. Which you might want to go out and drive in it. Is, isn't it amazing <laughs> that every time we have Darren Bossenson from Salem Tire. Morning, Darren. Morning, gentlemen. Gentlemen. And Steve Mark Satch Anderson in from Ranch Spinner. Hey, Mark. I'm doing well. Glad you could uh, join us here. Every time we have Darren in here. He brings the snow with yes, him? Yes, I think we Come have on. to. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I think it has worked out that way, eh? We could have people protesting up at uh, Salem Tire pretty soon. Well, I was, I was here last July. I don't remember snow happening then. <laughs> okay, so that, so what's your point? No, I, I think he was here in November, and that was the first snow, you know. But obviously everybody's been keeping track of the, uh, the weather, and my son always says, Dad, you're getting old. How many times can you look at the radar map? Really, it's snow. <laughs> but uh, we would like you to call in throughout the hour, uh, but any car questions you may have, in particular about tires. Mm-hmm. You know, Darren wants to talk about... What do you want to talk about today? And, well, and we want to hear your excuse as to why you don't think you need winter tires. How's oh, so, so call us. Yeah, 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 by yeah, all yeah means. let's do that. Let's yeah. hear that lame best excuse thing you're going to say, you know, seriously. The best excuse wins, yeah, instead <laughs> of winter tires. <laughs> winter tires. But, you know, you know in, in the green room, uh, Mark was talking about one of the reasons why it's so important is, you know, you were talking about that, so that's your lead. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people don't realize, and I tell people when they come in that driving in winter on all-season tires is like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Um, If you're on winter tires, you're going to guarantee stop 30% quicker than anybody else on all-seasons. So if you're on those all-seasons and that guy in front of you is on winter tires, uh, he stops for that yellow light that you're not thinking about, you're going to get to meet him. Darren, over to you. (laughs) What do you think, Darren? I fully agree with that. (laughs) That's the problem. All right. Well, you know what? We've got to talk about that. We're going to talk. We're going to get a call in a little bit later from Jason Dale from uh, Automotive Business Schools of Canada. Uh, our industry is always looking for new people to come in. He's got a lot to say about that. And uh, any of your questions, of course. See? Yeah. So listen, we really want to get your your input on uh, winter tires, snow tires, all season. Darren's in from Salem Tire for the entire hour, and the lines are wide open. So we're not on Facebook today because Dave. Took the equipment and we don't know where the heck it is. You mean his cell phone? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> yeah. it. High tech, eh? <laughs> but uh, oh, we welcome you. your calls throughout the hour, and we'll go be right back right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. Okay, we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage for the entire hour. 
We're going to not watch the Weather Network. <laughs> no, and there was almost a fist fight during the break, eh? I know. <laughs> a brouhaha. And you can make, just elaborate as to why there's almost a fist fight. And this gentleman, in this corner, we've got uh, from London, England, um, uh, uh, Mark Anderson, of course, from Ren Spinner. Mark, thank you for coming. My pleasure. If you notice, he's talking a little funny. You know, you'll understand why. <laughs> he's from, not from Liverpool. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. And we got Darren Boston, of course, from Salem Tire. And uh, we're talking about the three different types of tires, just to confuse people. We've yep. got your all-season tire. Yep. And we've traditionally had winters that we used to call snows that we aren't anymore. Yep. Right, Mark? Well, that's it. They're because we're confusing everybody. Exactly. And now there's a third option, which is? All weather. And are they good or they're not? Um, they're yeah, they're okay, but like I you said, sound so it's, convincing. It's, it's a, it, well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't know. You, you have to understand, you can't have everything, right? Correct. So correct. It's, it's a compromise. So it's uh, it's an okay all season, and it's an okay winter tire. Well, but I thought that's what an all season was. Well, they used to be. If, uh, all season really should be called three season, right? Right, Spring, exactly. fall, and um, summer. So if you're behind the 49th parallel, if you're below the 49th parallel yes. and not near Buffalo, you're okay with exactly, those. Exactly, exactly. And that's really what they were designed for. I mean, definitely. You know, at, at, we recall back in the, I guess, late 70s, early 80s, when they started coming out with front wheel drive. Well, front wheel drive, just just the whole concept of it, you know, uh, with physics, it, it's a better idea. Right. You Holds get better you. traction. You got, you know, the, 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 blah, 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 the majority of the weight of the vehicle is over Easy, the wheels. Easy, Al. You yeah. got an entire hour. <laughs> 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 and it pulls you as opposed to push. Exactly. Right? Whereas in the old days, Steve, remember you used to have an old rear-wheel drive BMW? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and that wouldn't go at all in the no, snow, would it? No, it would be like... Whoops, I'm going into a ditch. But <laughs> I had an old Volvo. It's yeah. the same way. Some of the people yes. that, you know, if you live in Toronto, sometimes the perception is, you know, um, we don't get that much snow. It's a couple times. So, Darren, what do you, like, how do you well, respond? It, it's not so much the snow. It's the temperature is really what happens because all-season tires after 7 degrees start to harden up and you get less traction, you get less grip, less braking. Like, it's, it, that's, it's more the temperature as opposed to the snow. So if I gave you my son's direct line, yes. you could talk to him because he's he, up north of the city. He can call me anytime. He's, he's, he's in a spot conv- where there is snow, though. Yeah, he's <laughs> convinced that the all-seasons will get him through. Yeah, And I see that in a lot of, a lot of cars uh, on the highway, everywhere. Oh, there's still people. That's why, you know, we're joking about it before, having people call in and go, you know, I, if you know how to drive, okay, you don't really need them. You know, um, but there are reasons, again, for people buying all-weather <laughs> tires. You have people now, older folks perhaps, that moved into condos. Mm-hmm. You can't, there's no storage anymore. Yeah. I, I, a friend of mine just told me about, uh, he just moved to a condo and thought, well, he had a small car, so he just leave the summer tires in front in the uh, in the underground? Yep. Uh, no, 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 no. They won't, they <laughs> Got to call, you to bang on the door. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that anymore. No. And they don't have lockers, so they don't have storage. So for someone like that, especially, I don't know how many people that, you know, customers of mine go, well, when it snows that bad, uh, uh, I stay home. <laughs> if you have that advantage to do that, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. But again, and, and and this is one of the things, we called them snow tires for so many years, mm. and it's not. It is the fact that they're winter tires, and it is temperature. And on a you know a sunny winter day when you think the driving conditions would be perfect, if it's below seven degrees, they're still not going to stick to the road. Mm-hmm. And I would say that probably eighty-five to ninety percent of my customers are running on winter tires. Yep. So therefore, I would probably say that that's the majority out there on the roads in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So. Again, if you're running on all seasons, you're not going to stop. And the stopping is where the big 
difference makes. Well, listen, it makes, you know, the insurance company's happy about that. They offer 10, yep. 15% discounts for people that do winter tires. Wait a minute. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's you that didn't high. Know that? I think it's around 4% they offer. Five. I think it's yeah, 5%. Yeah, it is five. Yeah. It's Al. He, well, it's four he, tires. I, I was doing the math. There's four You're tires. You're sitting in Dave's chair. Four times five is 20. Oh, <laughs> oh. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. That makes well, sense. You got a point there. Tired yeah, of you throwing me under the bus. You know what? The spare is 25. <laughs> and the bus only has summer tires on it. That's yeah. so, uh, but if you consider it this way. And he's so, he's we're talking about. Brit- this is British logic. Okay, right okay. Well, this, this, well, this is kind of where I put it. And I look at it. Look. You know what? Yeah, everyone's saying about the expense. But if you do not stop, and even if you just roll or bump into someone in front of you, Mm. you've got two bumpers now to repair. That's right. That's a minimum today of $1,000 each. Well, that $2,000, you can buy a really nice set of tires and rims. Even if you put it through your insurance, your deductible is more than that. Yeah. Than what four tires cost. You know, and while we're talking about this, you can go to Salem. .ca. Mm-hmm. Salem Tires. Salem Tires. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and it's spelled S A I L U N T I R E S. Nasty's makes the very best. Very and, good. Steve. And go on there and uh, don't you start. And you can see all the tires they have because we're going to come back after this. And I know one of the newest tires that they have on the market right now is the Inspire. Correct. Which is a killer tire. And Darren will tell you more about that. And we invite you to, I mean, why go out right now? And we're looking outside our, our studio window going, okay, so they were right. We might be stuck here. I know. I'm wondering how I'm getting home. <laughs> well, we could. There's an LCBO around the corner. They open <laughs> And we'll just be easy. But we want to. We really want you to call in with any questions you have about winter tires, snow tires, all season, all winter, all summer. Stay home tires. Oh, yeah, stay home tires. There you summer. go. Yeah. This is Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one consumer automotive radio show. We want your calls right now if you can. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Uh, don't be afraid. This is not uh, Christmas weather. But uh, I look at it this way. We've got, what, maybe six weeks until spring? Is okay, weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Well, it's Groundhog Day coming up. Doesn't look like Why it. Wireton Willie better have his winter tires on. We have uh, Mark Sotch Anderson in from Wrench Spinner, along with Alan Gelman in the hot seat, because Dave's out in Calgary freezing his tush off this weekend. And uh, Darren Boston's in from Salem Tires. We're all about your car. Any questions, give us a call. But specifically today, about tires. Exactly, and uh, Salem has just come out with a new tire. It's an all-season, of course. It's not a winter tire, and it's called the Inspire. Yes. And what should it inspire me to buy them? Uh, Well, they've got great reviews. We did third-party testing. It's uh, performing like uh, the the majors. Now, this Uh, is on your website, right? It's on our website, yeah. SailingTires.ca. Okay, and 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 you've got cars there with tires and videos? Yeah, some videos, and it was aired on uh, CP24 uh, on a show there, so there's lots of uh, information about the tire. Right. Um, It comes in 14-inch to 19-inch, over 50 sizes, and growing still, still Mm -hmm. growing, so... Um, 30 day trial, right? So you can try the tires out for 30 days. If you don't like them, bring them back for full refund. Oh, cool. Um, which really makes no risk. Right, right, so right. It's perfect that way. And the other thing that you guys have is road hazard warranty, eh? Yes, we do. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot of people still think it exists, but it really doesn't. Most, yeah. I don't know many manufacturers that uh, offer that anymore. No. I yeah. the odd store, perhaps, but otherwise, no. I mean, so yeah. unfortunately, you punch, you ruin a tire. Especially, you know, yeah, um, cars are so soundproof these days. You know, I've had it a couple times where I got a flat, and by the time you realize it and stop, tires toast. It's destroyed. Yeah, it looks like shredded wheat, eh? And Murphy's Law, it usually happens in the first 
few 30 seconds, right? It doesn't happen when the tire is almost ready to come off. Well, I, uh, I had one, Unfortunately. I, yeah, yeah, I had one customer I felt so bad for. We uh, put a brand new set of four tires on her car, a lot of construction around her condo, and oh, uh, in, within, within a month, we had changed three of them. Uh, oh, wow. And there's just nothing we could do. Yeah. Right. And nails. Nails get in them. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you pull up the guys who are working on this site and they've got, they're driving these big dump trucks, when you get to go up and complain saying, hey, you, this is your, they come out, they're seven foot two and they're yeah. 280 pounds. Not my problem. Yeah. You think I'm going to help you? Yeah. I don't well, see my name on that nail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mark, are I didn't you, drop them. Mark, how are you with TPMS? Do you, are you, is it something you like or you dislike? Uh, personally, I didn't for the longest time, uh-huh. but now, yeah, I'm starting to get into the groove and okay. I'm realizing that, um, it does make, I actually had one guy came in this week and he said, oh, my light just went off. I mm-hmm. looked and, uh, I put some air in the tire. Normally when they say they've driven flat, I'm going, okay, tires toast. Right. Again, we'd only just put them on and I look and I, well, no, actually it's good. But well, we exactly. took the tire off to do a plug patch, and I look in the, uh, inside to make sure it's good. And right, and no rubber. No, it, you know what? They just cost him, it just saved him a tire. Exactly. Yeah. For those yeah. people who aren't aware of a TPMS, which I mentioned is Tire Pressure Monitoring System. Yeah. That's the Can I mark this down slowly? Tire Pressure, tire monitoring, pressure system. monitoring System. Thank you. Uh, I love it. Someone said, the horseshoe light is on. The horseshoe. The horseshoe yes. light. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's better than my son drove uh, one of my cars and said, the other night, the the, the the red light came on the dashboard. It flickered for a second. I'm like, okay, well, what was it? What did it look like? He goes, it was the gravy boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had, uh, it looks like Aladdin's lamp. Yes, yeah, so exclamation mark. <laughs> why, don't just, why don't the manufacturers just put something on the windshield or the, the dashboard that says, tires? <laughs> well, because the, the, ti- the cars are made for different, different countries, different uh, languages. It's a cross-section of a tire, right? Right. If you look closely. Exactly. But you have to know that. Yes, you do. (laughs) Most people don't know that. No, they don't. No, 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 no. That's why, you know, you've you've got an oil can, which is your oil, of course. Yep. And there's the one that looks like a boat on water, which is your temperature gauge. Temperature gauge, yeah. So, yeah, my mom is, well, she she couldn't understand it. She ran out of gas, and I said, Mom, why didn't you stop putting gas? She says, well, the gauge says it's in the middle. I said, no, that's the temperature gauge. I said, you see the one on the other side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She says, well, what gauge is that? I said, what does it look like? Oh, it looks like the gas pump. I said, that's the gas gauge. Yes. Do you know what I'm thinking? She always listens. I'm going to get in big trouble later. Yes. When it comes down to winter tires, I mean, how much does it change as, as far as pressure goes when you're driving in the normal time of the year, spring and summer, and in the winter time, does the pressure that you need in those tires change? No, the pressure remains the same. Which and sorry, it's, it's, I was just the time. What happens typically is on. Uh, fluctuations in temperature outside where you park a car in the garage, let's yep. say, and then you pull it out, that's where you might get, you know, the TPMS might go off or you might have a, a lower pressure. But the the pressure that you actually need in that tire to maintain is is consistent all year round, regardless of ambient temperature. Because when we lived out west in Winnipeg, yes. which is a lovely time of the year, it's minus 35 there today, They were we were always told to take the air down a little bit. You'd actually be driving on square tires because if it got too cold, which it would, uh, a tire could watch. Look at Elsie. Uh, he knows where he's going. <laughs> Here a tire, we go. <laughs> if there's too much pressure in your tire yeah. and it hits minus thirty-five, that your tire could explode. No, 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 no. 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 And no. one of the big, one of the things I also let people know is the tire pressure is written on the vehicle inside. It's yeah, not the pressure on the tire. If you left your glasses at home and you can't see, 
the it, tire people don't go uh, go and buy the tire pressure written on the side of the tire. No, that's right, that, the max pressure for the right. tire, not, yeah. the, not the vehicle. Very true. We've got more questions to take from you. Uh, just brush off the snow on your phone and, and give us a call. We've got Darren in from Salem Tire, Mark in from Wrench Spinner. And coming up next, if you're looking maybe for a new career path for yourself or maybe somebody in the family, uh, there's a great Automotive Business School of Canada up in Georgian College that have some great courses coming up for the spring. It will get here soon. And we're going to talk to Jason Dale from that school right after this. And your calls right through into the top of the hour. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. As you wake up and look outside going, what on earth is... There are no more shopping days left till Christmas, just so you know. <laughs> All right, in studio is Darren Boston from Salem Tire, Mark Anderson from Wrench Spinner, and of course, Dave's away in Calgary where it's minus 32 today. Mm. Enjoy it, Dave, in the plane when you get off and go, ah, can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, no, we complaining. And Al Gelman's yeah. in, and Al, you've got a special guest on the phone. I do. We've got Jason Dale from Automotive Business Schools on the line. How are you, Jason? Great, guys. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me on today. All right, now, us in the industry, certainly on the blue-collar side, we've been hurting for staff, eh? And, and uh, I know a lot of the local community colleges have been trying to, you know, make it more enticing. But, but right through the gamut of the automotive field, I mean, whether it's design or sales, um, we need other, you know, uh, we need these other jobs filled as well. Now, there's automotive, um, you guys offer training for all this, correct? We do. We have, uh, we offer um, all training for the automotive uh, industry. Um, we have a two-year uh, diploma course and a four-year degree course. Now, at the end of the courses, now, and you guys, you guys do a placement as well. Uh, we do. We have co-ops. So when you take your two-year uh, your two-year diploma program, you get two co-op placements, mm-hmm. um, and you have your choice. We work with over 150 different co-op uh, uh, co-op um, industries, and uh, with that, we have the opportunity to have you into the aftermarket segment, uh, the manufacturer segment, or the dealership segment. So that means during the actual school portion, you actually go out to dealerships as well, eh, to work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can work in there. And also with the four-year degree, you get three co-op placements. Right. So even uh, if you're not familiar with you know, a dealer or a manufacturer, um, when you get out into the field, you're getting to meet people to see exactly how it's run and, and uh, make some connections, perhaps, so that when you do get out of school, you may have a job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we have over 90% job placement. And it all really stems from our co-op opportunities that we have. Well, exactly. I mean, if I'm going to be, you know, if I'm, I'm an employer and I'm looking to hire somebody, uh, obviously going to take somebody that I, I know and, 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 you know, feel I have some kind of rapport with already. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives, the, uh, it gives the students the opportunity to really investigate the industry and see what, uh, what career is going to suit them for their future. Now, as far as the teachers go, where do they come from? Uh, all of our uh, faculty members have industry experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are uh, such a passionate team. Um, they love the industry. They work within the industry. They're always out at the industry events and, and working with uh, working with all the automotive professionals. So these are car people. These are people that have been in the industry, like you say, and love it. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Real car people. And uh, you guys are you're having a, an open house coming up, eh? Absolutely. February 8th, you can come down to the school. Uh, take a big tour, see all of our uh, all of the automotive space, and meet most of the faculty members and the uh, support team that uh, works with the automotive industry. And where is the school? Uh, school's up in Barrie, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we're connected to Georgian College, and um, just come on up and see us uh, February 8th from 10 until 2 o'clock. Cool, cool. And uh, website for further information? Website is www.absc.ca. All right, super. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Safe travels, okay? 
All right, it is. A, it's a great school, and we're going to be up involved with um, their auto show, which comes up in uh, in June. Mm-hmm. You know, if, and to get a mechanic, I mean, it's it's tough now, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, the nobody seems to be one to get into the field. A lot of them are retiring, and a lot of them, quite honestly, it's the new technology that's out there on all of these cars, and the the training and the to stay current and up to date is extremely hard. So these new guys coming in are really going to have an edge. Especially with, you know, with transmissions changing, too. I mean, we've got a caller on the air right now, Al. You may want to get to him. He's got a, a question. Uh, Frank, what's your question? Okay, I've got a, I've got a hum. I've got an 05 Hyundai. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it, I bought it at 94000 and now it's got 202. Right. And there's a humming or a whining in it. And when do you get it? <laughs> no, uh, what what speed? Pardon me? What, what speed? How fast are you going when you hear the noise? Oh, it's it's you know from slow, slow, 30 40 kilometers. Okay. And uh does does it get louder the faster you go or does it basically just stay about the same sort of uh No, it stays the same actually, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I'm not thinking necessarily a transmission problem. No, I wouldn't think so either. I mean, there's a lot of different things in the drive line that can uh, make that sort of noise. I mean, one of the first places I'd probably check is tires. No, the tires are fine. All right, Frank, do you get the noise standing still, or do you have to be moving necessarily? No, I have to be moving, right? Okay. okay. It's only when I'm moving, I put I put the, you know, the, the accelerator down, and, and I hear it when I take my foot off the gas pedal, it goes away. So it's only under load. Okay, yeah. that makes a difference. Um, okay, Dr. Anderson, give him the cure. <laughs> well, I mean, the problem with noises is, again, there's a lot of different things that could be causing it. I mean, even a tensioner on the engine, mm-hmm. I've seen that cause it under load because, believe it or not, the serpentine belt does load up when you uh, I- accelerate. Um, the next step probably is to take it into a garage and have them actually spin it on the hoist with the wheels off the ground so they can then isolate exactly where it's coming from. Yeah, that's half the battle, is to get the car doing what the customer says it's doing, eh? I know. And then if you can hear it or feel it, then it's way easier to uh, diagnose. Absolutely. Alrighty? So that, would, so, so that would be like a transmission specialist? or Well, well you, can, you can go see. I mean, first of all, I know Mr. Transmission offers a free road, si- road, uh, road test. Yep. So they'll diagnose it, and, you know, I mean, as long as it only takes a few minutes, they'll tell you quickly whether that's something they can deal with and again the biggest problem is obviously you're driving down the road at 60 kilometers an hour it's extremely hard to tell whether it's coming from the front the back the side is it coming from the transmission of the engine whereas if we can spin it up on a hoist then we can actually go in even with a stethoscope and pinpoint exactly where it's coming from whereabouts do you live frank in mississauga okay if you go to uh, mrtransmission.com uh, they'll have all the locations. You can uh, punch in your postal code, and uh, they'll uh, you see the, the closest one to you. Okay, sounds good. All right, just don't Thank do it. Just don't do it today. <laughs> just too nice out there. All right, uh, back over to you, Al. Well, it's funny, you know that that's the whole idea is, is that if you can get the car to do it, it's just so much easier to diagnose. Like one of the questions um, Mark was asking, you know, does it get louder as you go faster? What's the, usually the cause of that, Mark? Well, then I would maybe start leaning towards possibly a wheel bearing. If the resonance changes as you're starting to speed up, then we know it's rotational, but we also know then 
that, um, yeah, it, it's a bearing or it's something that's going to be going faster. Whereas if it stays static, it probably isn't. Exactly. So you've eliminated, you know, so many things by just moving or not moving. Yeah. It's the same thing when people say, I, you know, I, I hear a noise when I'm slowing down. Well, it's when you're applying the brakes or you're not applying the brakes. Yeah. yeah. People don't realize... I mean, diagnostics is, is time, and unfor- we sell time at the end of the day, and the more information that you can give me, although the questions may seem really dumb right. to us, <laughs> it's, it's a way of eliminating, okay, well, if you tell me A, then I know it's not going to be B, and it's, it, it does really help us limit it down. I did have a customer come in with a flat tire, and their complaint was, uh, they didn't mention that they had a flat tire. They didn't know. Probably. No, they didn't know. They just Wait, said, how could they not know? Well, they wait. It gets better. It was like <laughs> the car's driving really funny. It's making a weird noise, and I have a burning rubber smell. <laughs> okay, and then and my brother threw me the keys and said, "Go take this car for a ride." And I never looked at the worker, so I didn't know what the customer had said. So as soon as I started to move, I found, I felt it, you know, moving back and forth. Yeah, I went, "Hang bully. on, this car's a flat tire." I got out and look, and sure enough, the tire's smoking. Oh, boy. So, uh, <laughs> nice you know, aroma. when yeah. I mentioned to the customer after, they said, you know, I've never had a flat tire before, so I'd have no idea what, in fact, it, it felt like. Now. It's pretty rare these days, that's for sure. Exactly. I mean, yeah. tires are better. Um, and again, with the TPMS system, as soon as it's down two pounds, you're that'll make the light notified. come on. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying, Darren, you're saying the longevity of tires now is longer? And then, so why, why is that now? Well, compounding and tread design and, yeah, technology is brought to... It's not a night and day difference, but, you know, depending on how far you go back, you know, like from the 50s till now, yeah, night and well, day. Well, when right? I first started, I mean, you could burn out a set of tires or they'd start cracking and tires would explode because they're cracked and dried out after like two or three years. Yeah. If they could um, only make tires that could take some of these new potholes that are dropping in already because yeah, we've gone from really cold weather to mild weather yeah, and i'm seeing some there. potholes on the gardener the qew they're, oh, they're like huge what's what they just repaved it like a couple of weeks ago now I, uh, in all being it was a, a fiat but i had one of my customers hit a pothole um i think it was on blob but it i mean it was a it was it wasn't a pothole it was a crater it was a crater but yeah. it actually bent the rim the lower control arm pushed the wheel back far enough to crease the rocker panel. Wow. And I would say it was probably about $2,500 worth of damage from a pothole. So that was a write-off. Yep. <laughs> a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a write-off. Yeah, no. The, like the potholes, are, depending on what speed you hit them at, I've, I destroyed a rim and a tire all in one first swoop and tire rods bent. And I saw a vehicle where the, the estimate was $5,000. Um, and, and this is going back 20 years, and that was because... Because of the angle that they hit, they actually pushed the drive shaft and broke the transmission. Yeah, a uh, front wheel drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, so, uh, we've got a question be. about uh, car insurance right now. We're going to get to that. Uh, Al, George all is, yours, buddy. George and Scarborough. Uh, yes, hi. Good morning. Hi. What's your uh, question? Yeah, uh, the uh, CAA offers a, uh, a, a a car insurance plan for low mileage drivers. Yes. And my uncle, uh, he's a senior. He drives less than 5,000 kilometers a year. Yes. And so apparently uh, there's a device uh, from this uh, insurance plan that you attach to your car, and it tracks the kilometers that, that's driven. That's right. Apparently um, there's more, more, more data that, that there's additional data that's captured, like, you know, uh, what trips you've taken, where you've been, location. So the question is, is the potential loss of privacy worth the savings? Well, it depends on you. Um, you know, I, 
What kind of bad stuff do you get into that you don't, you don't want to know? People don't know that how many times you go to McDonald's in a week, you know? I mean, if, if that's important to you, and, and then maybe you don't want the saving. But for the most case, yeah, it tracks, you know, how many times you've turned the car off and on, roughly how many kilometers you've driven, also the speed that you've driven. I think it's a great idea to have. Besides the totally. fact that, just so you understand, let's say, let's say, God forbid, you get in a big accident, you know, um, there's a black box in your car that can in, information can be downloaded. So if it, that accident was bad enough, the police would, you know, get a, a authorization yeah. to, in fact, do that. All of the computers in the car, most of these cars, newer cars, have at least yeah, at least 10 computers in them with all of the combined information, and they all communicate with each other. Between the airbag, ABS, your traction control, and everything else, it essentially is almost the same information as it is in an aircraft if it crashes. If they really wanted to pull that information... They've got it. And with OnStar, they've even got your GPS location, too. Well, exactly. You know, and so many people now are distracted by their cell phones. They want to know if, if you de- had your foot on the brake when you were involved in that car accident. I mean, if it? you weren't watching it, then your brake wasn't even depressed. And at the same time, the airbags have to work with that much more force to save your arse. Now, right? and when it comes to the insurance company, more back to your point, although all of this information is available to them, that's not what they're looking for. They just want to see how far you've really gone. Are you really going only that 5,000K? And are you staying within the speed limit? So, yeah. I don't I, think it's something to be worried no, about. I would take advantage of it, George. It's probably good enough savings. All righty? You know, while you got time, while you're listening to the show, go online, Google it away, look up for, look up for CAA. And there's so, there's so much great information that CAA is providing right now. It's it's uh, what's your time worth is what it really comes down to. And where George had dinner last night. Uh, you would want to know that. <laughs> okay, this is Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, try not to look outside. Well, I'd only like to know if it's a good place to eat or not. And then do they have an early bird special? That's important stuff, and if, eh? If you are driving right Gotta now, know. be careful out there because it's really starting to come down. We'll talk more about winter tires, all seasons, and more with Darren Boston. Some Salem Tire right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and it's not a good day to be driving around with a heavy foot. As we all look at each other, very guilty, going, "Ah, not me. Okay, Al, back over to you, buddy. Well, well, that's the whole thing, like Mark was saying. You know, if that guy in front of you has got better tires than you are, you're going to meet by accident. And um, (laughs) typically, good. No, 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 well, and, well and, and it, you know, when they talk about stopping distances, that it's that one foot. That's all that makes a difference, you know. As yep. long yeah. as I can stop before I hit that car, that would be the best thing. But Gord's got some information he wants to share with us. Gord, do you have winter tires on your car? Uh, yes, I do, and I've had them since 1995. The same ones? Uh, not the same ones, but I've been, u- sorry, I've been using them since 1995. So, and what, cha- what changed your mind? Uh, my mind is I'm a car guy, and at the time there was very, very few uh, winter tires being sold. You could, you're very difficult to um, find anybody, any tire company was selling them, but I did. And um, I just want to make a comment. Uh, when you do put your winter tires on, yep. it's a good idea to take it out on a snowy day on an empty parking lot and just have a go at it. I mean, braking, uh, turning in circles, etc. That way you know... How it handles. Exactly. That way you know your limitations. You know you know how you're going to react, how the car is going to react. That's right. Uh, yeah, you know what? And speaking of my family, um, my daughter called me after a snowstorm, and she said, Dad, you put snow tires on my car, didn't you? Sorry, a winter tire. Winter. And I said, I did. Why? She says, it still slips, eh? And, yeah. and I said, well, honey, you know, it, it makes it better 
but it's not magic. It's, okay? No, no, it's not magic. So you know, it's just, so it's like uh, like Gord was talking here. Best to take your car out on the road and find out, or on the parking lot yeah, where there's the no road, one around. Not the road. <laughs> oh, make sure there's no parking curbs, eh? Or cars. <laughs> In that parking lot. <laughs> nice big empty parking lot yes. will work well. But, and I tell customers, especially if they've never had winter tires, I'll do the same. And listen, it's not just when you're changing your tires from season. I tell people this when they get a new car, too, because every car will handle slightly differently. And you, hey, ABS kicks in sooner than others in some cars. And yeah, you, you have have to know the vehicle that you're driving i agree with that entirely it's the same way you know when they tell you if you know we get people get flat tires periodically it's a good thing to investigate how to change that tire if you're going to do it yourself on a nice day during the day as opposed to at night because you get a flat tire on you know at night on the weekend or something and it's like okay i'm sure it's got a jack where is it where's the tools i don't know how best to familiarize yourself with that beforehand we had a question that came in on Facebook over the uh, during the week to ask you, how long should a set of winter tires last if I'm just using them and I take them off in the spring? Well, it all depends on the mileage you do, right? That, uh, and different tires have different uh, ratings or, you know. Uh, so typically the average Canadian will drive, what, about 12,000 kilometers a, a year? Uh, probably twenty. I'm going to stick my yeah. neck out and say maybe you know, twelve thousand on the winters. Maybe if you, you split yeah. it in half. Yes, yeah. right. That's what yeah. I guess I meant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, that's sort of what I meant. But I, yeah, you should get. Uh, I'm going to guess and say maybe three, at least three seasons out of them. Three seasons, yeah. Well, I'd also like to add too that the a lot of it depends too on how these tires are stored. I have yeah. customers that will store their tires in the bags, in the backyard, in the sun, or in the snow, yeah. uh, right next to the shed, and. You know what? Tires will dry out. Rubber has got um, oils and stuff that uh, will evaporate. Mm-hmm. And I would say that you'd normally get about five seasons, or five years, should I say, out of a set of tires. And from there, they've got to be judged. Well, I call them then year-by tires. And we just look at them year by year and evaluate the condition of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's lots of tread, it doesn't mean that the tire hasn't hardened up, and in which case, we call them woodies. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do anything... They're not going to do any good for you. Okay, leave that one there. Um, <laughs> Darren, you were gonna, we were going to ask you about typically... What's the best way to store a set of winter tires in the summertime? Well, inside, like out of the sun. Thanks, right? I knew like, that part of it. Um, you know, there's ozoning that occurs in tires, like yeah. Mark uh, attested to, as far as drying out, et cetera, cracking. Um, so definitely inside, out of the sun. Um, it doesn't matter whether you stand them up or put them on top of you. That's not really a, a big issue, but definitely not in your backyard. Um, so if you have a garage, it should should or should not be on the garage floor? I usually lift them up off the off the concrete, yeah. Just for the entire summer? Your arms must be tired. No, no. That's <laughs> how I stay fit. Uh, Al, how are you? Uh, I use SPF 30, and I find the sun doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> really? No shit. On your tires. No, no shit. Okay, we that sort of went over everybody's head like a bad snowstorm. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Well, the guy over there was talking about don't just leave them in the shed. You've got to take care of them. Mark, you've now become Paul McCartney. There you go. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back after this. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Four new winter tires? Yeah, could be, or snows are all seasons. Back with Darren Boston, some Salem Tire, and Mark from Wrenchbinner, and Al Gilman, because Dave's away in Calgary this weekend. Now, we talked about your website, and and you have those... uh 
the videos up there, eh? Yeah. And, and, and this is blind tests where people, you know, automotive drivers, professionals, writers, got to drive cars in, in real-world conditions. Yes. And, and the big thing was is your tires, which are substantially cheaper than a Michelin or a First Line. Yep. And, and most of these people driving the cars could not tell the difference. No, no. Like, we buffed the sidewall so you can't see the brand. We asked, you know, some guys are very uh, up on the tread designs. They can tell based on the tread, tread design what type of, uh, what brand the tire is. So we oh, asked yeah. them not to look at that. But And then they fill out a questionnaire after they get out of the car. We do, um, uh, like, more of a track scenario, like, mm-hmm. on a, in, in a parking lot where, you know, there's uh, aggressive braking, um, going through the slalom, et cetera. And then we also do uh, road testing, like, real world. So very few people can tell, like if, if, if anybody can, really. Right, and it's quite a savings. And especially, you know, do I, do I need Michelins? Do I need that first-line tire? Here's a perfect example of perhaps not. And in most cases, you know, by the time your first set of tires have worn out, and especially if you're on a lease, yes. you only need something good for maybe a year or two more. Yes. And, and this is a perfect gap, uh, you know, kind of tire. For sure. And, and we talked about the value of, of putting winter tires on. Of course... Keep in mind that the when you're on your winter tires, you're not using your all-season tires. Right. So you're going to extend the life of all of those by double. Yeah. You're going to buy a set of tires typically for your lease or for your car anyways, right? Right. Um, so buy the winners, and you've, you're done. You're done for that car. Steve? Al? Okay, uh, you know what? I'm just going to take a second. Dave, I, just, I just hang him out to dry there for a second. <laughs> Dave's, already, Dave's always uh, you know, on top of this, and, and it's an advantage to our listeners, too. Um, if you had a Volkswagen or have a Volkswagen any time between 2008 and 2014, there's a class action settlement that's going on. Um, you, you may have had to pay for a premature failure on a timing chain. It's a really expensive bill. I'm sure you would have remembered if you did it or not, because it would have probably cost you three or $4,000. Yes, I said 1000 uh, Go to www.timingchainsettlement.ca. So uh, you go there, and you can get on board and get some money back from Volkswagen. What was, Toyo- what what was Toyota's it. recall this week? Uh, oh, Toy- oh Matt, the, the late model Toyotas and Lexuses have fuel pump issues where they're failing at the wrong time, of course. And if the fuel pump, if the fuel pump fails, Mark, what happens to your car? You are stuck wherever you happen to be sitting. <laughs> just like somebody drives in and said, you know, my uh, my radiator is, a, it's just, it's smelling. And sometimes people say, what, there's there's nothing in the, there's no fluid in there, right? Yeah, I mean, you've got to, anytime you smell, hear, or feel anything that is out of the ordinary, yeah, it's probably not a bad idea to just, Listen, it doesn't, it's no big deal just to quickly swing by and take a look. And I have no problems with any customers coming to me and saying, listen, I'm not 100% sure. And if there's nothing to do with or it's not a big problem, great. I'm not, I'll be the first one to tell them. But sure. better way, safe than sorry. Exactly. Way better to change a hose clamp or put on a heater hose, you know, yeah. rather than to change a motor because someone smoked it. If uh, anybody's in the West End, Mark, what's your address and how do you get in touch with you? Uh, it's uh, 901 Kipling Avenue. Uh, you can get me through my website, which is www.wrenchbinner.com, or call me at 416-233-4671. Now, probably people want to know, how come you didn't call it Spanner Spinner? that's a good question I don't know I just kind of came up with it rolled off my tongue (laughs) (laughs) well spanner spinners Mm -hmm. is that easier to say I don't think so. I don't, I don't know, so. senor. No. I have no idea no. <laughs> what you're talking about. The snow is hitting your head. See, the spanner is a different word they use. They all have all kinds of funny terms, eh? 
Winter tires, all season. Uh huh. Yeah. All, hey. all weather. <laughs> all weather. And summer. And yeah, it's a Carol King song coming up. Yes. So you can find out more about Salem Tire by going to salemtires.ca. Beautiful. All you got to do is call, and I will be there. You re- you're a drummer, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Not, <laughs> not a singer. How did you know that? No, not a Phil Collins type, right? <laughs> we want to thank Jason Dale from the Automotive Business School as well. Thanks, Darren, for coming. Appreciate yep. it. Thanks for having me, Drive gentlemen. home safely, everybody. Yes. And, uh, yeah, drive, drive safe, everyone. Miriam, say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to live with that after the show. And, <laughs> thanks, everybody. and thanks to Duncan as well for sitting behind the board and doing such a great job. We will see you next week. Just sing a song and bring the sunny This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.